Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a fun-filled episode of Dangerous World Podcast. I've got our monthly quota of a Kim episode here. Woohoo! Shut why? up. We're talking about transhumanism, okay? Okay. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, you know, uh, you admittedly, you said that you don't know a ton about transhumanism, Yeah, right? I'm super lame and lame when it comes to that. I have no idea. A lay person. Yeah. Right. Which sounds like an insult, but it's not. Yeah. No, it totally is. And I have no idea what you're talking about. So you're just going to throw a bunch of shit at me and I'm just going to try to make it make sense in my layman's mind. Which is ironic because usually you're the one throwing shit. I know. I know how the tables have turned. Right. Right. Okay. So (laughs) I found this really cool website. I was doing research on DARPA. Okay. Now, when I came across this, it was in some video. They just kind of mentioned it offhand. And you may remember me talking about this if you have been a listener of the show for a couple of months. I was referencing like all the rainbow goo colors, right? I think the name of the episode was actually referring to rainbow goo. Yeah, that blew my mind because I just thought there was one color of goo. Now there's multiple colors of goo. Right, it's, it's part of the gray how goo the theory. Con- yeah, right? how the con- well, no, I thought it was always black goo. It's the, it's called the gray goo theory. And That's now what it's the gray goo. It's so crazy. Well, no, so the black goo, which isn't listed here, black goo is not part of the goo that I am going to share with you because I'm going to do a refresher on the different goos. There's green, gray, golden, khaki, oh, pink, God. red, blue and then uber goo i feel like they're trying to be all inclusive with their goos <laughs> well i mean that that is kind of what it is because like the pink goo for those that may remember the pink goo is like the unaltered humans so yeah that is a specific set of that's people. creepy um you guys probably all remember the pink goo pink slime that was in ghostbusters that's what they actually refer to it as here which and is it was all like the dark evil bad energy if you got the pink goo on you then you had like negative. Yeah. Well, that's what's kind of cool here is that that's the unaltered human. So to use the Ghostbuster analogy, those are the impure people, right? Right. Um, so I'm going to go through Crazy. this, the 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 kind of introduction to transhumanists. I'd like to do a series on this, but you guys know how I run my series on this show. Like I'll do one episode and then do a bunch of other shit. And then like a month or two later, revisit the topic. I have like in the middle, I'm in the middle of doing like a fucking uh, Hollywood series on different corrupt actors and shit. And I'm going to do that one. Why well, am I? stuck in a transhumanism now episode <laughs> well because those are like deep dives i like these conversations yeah. i like bringing you on for the conversation right and i have no idea so it's kind of probably better that i learn about something you know i know and i just don't want to hear you say oh i met them you know for every well, other I mean, fucking I did, celebrity you know live and work in hollywood so yeah i yeah. met a lot of them at hollywood the fucking adjacent. grocery store even it was weird yeah they're yeah. everywhere they're normal fucking people like everybody else that doesn't live there makes a big deal out of these stars people. they're just like, like us. you are just like oh you're gonna say that i i met that you met this person and like to you it's a big deal that i met that person really i don't not. give a fuck it, it just seems braggy but i know it you does, don't mean it like that it seems braggy to you because they're celebrities but i actually don't give a fuck well, i don't know why you bring it up then buddy <laughs> you brought it up <laughs> okay so listen 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 i know it's gonna be tough for you to listen okay no i'm gonna sit and listen i gonna really have to keep you in your place there was actually a review that somebody left oh, that God. wasn't bad about you for once it was uh <laughs> are pretty kind to me, me I, I appreciate them i'm actually gonna pull this there up was really quick. okay like you know, the australians don't like me too much there was the australians most, hate you and i yeah. love the australians it's fine by me australians can hate me i don't like that's so weird to me one of my stepdad once went to australia and lived there for like six or nine months right and like they were fucked up people i thought i thought right. i mean that was back in the 80s i mean you guys were probably fucked up in the 80s Who knows? so this is a really backhanded <laughs> review about you but i think it's hilarious it's from the quacky covidiot shout out to them and for some reason they titled this pepsi okay 
That's the title of the five-star review, and it says, More Kim voice, keep that woman in her place. So it's a good thing and then a bad thing. It's kind of like the compliment sandwich, but this is more I like, feel a like that open is face. a complete summary of our relationship. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> More Kim, but keep her in her place. Right. Okay, so what, what we're doing here, we're going through this website, and I will be sharing the link on the Patreon. Um, that's kind of like what the Patreon's for. It's not only for bonus content. I share a lot of my links and like the information, sources, and all this stuff. This site is a Swedish site, and um, I had to do a little bit of research on like the internet in Sweden. It seems like a fairly credible site for what it is. It's fringe stuff, but they it's a really good introduction to transhumanism. There's different sections, one literally called the introduction to transhumanism, uh, the individual sphere, the global sphere, the cultural sphere, the technological sphere, the organized uh, organizational sphere, excuse me. So all these different spheres, and you hear that term, the sphere, referenced a lot within transhumanism. I figured the best way for us to get an introduction, though, is to go through some terms. There's literally, I mean, hundreds of terms on this site that are transhumanist terms, and I took some time to actually separate some of the better ones. Actually, if you are uh, following Ghost uh, from My Third Eye or myself on Patreon, and you subscribe and support our hard work... We are going to do a joint episode later this afternoon talking about some of these other terms that I did not reference. So, um, you know, it's it's fun to just kind of talk about these. And, and you'll understand why I'm not I'm doing sure this alone I'm sure it's going to be so much fun. This stuff's cool, man. It's really interesting I'm, I stuff. have no idea what even trans... Like, what's the definition of transhumanism? I know that's how layman I am. Okay, well, actually, I'll give you the exact definition here because they have that as one oh, of exciting. their... So let's start from there so that I know what we're... The general idea of what we're talking about. Okay, so uh, real quick before I, you know, do the plugs and stuff, the, the basic definition of transhumanism according to this unnamed site for now <laughs> philosophies of life such as extropian perspectives extropian is actually a definition i'll get into later that seek the continuation and acceleration of the evolution of intelligent life beyond its currently human form and human limitations by means of science and technology Jeez. i mean it's deep I'm, stuff yeah i'm already sighing but yeah your eyes super... are glazing over here yeah um, guided by life-promoting principles and values so basically this is like the quest for immortality it's mixing man and machine um, yeah, it's just another pompous religion that they're it is know, almost, putting yeah. in this like esoteric fucking bullshit. Yeah, they they make it a little wordy. The way I would the way I would uh, you know describe it in more layman's terms, as you say, is just basically the mixing of man and machine to try to extend life to immortality. Is basically right. what it is. And they take donations and they are accepting new followers and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, of uh, like and of subscribe, course. like and subscribe, as they say. Yeah, um, yeah. So so. Everybody's Obviously, so afraid to die that they come up with all these bullshit solutions. Right. Just live. Why don't we? Uh, they're well, trying to, you know, just live. <laughs> some people are afraid to die because they do evil things here on this earth. That's exactly. what a lot of the they're elites so do. They're so fixated on what's going to happen when you die that they like model their whole life. Right. Trying to extend it. Right? Yeah, it's so bizarre. A lot. I mean, dude, um, Epstein was a big transhumanist. Right. Um, there's a there's a and lot. He Bill Gates like, killed little babies probably in the caves of his little. Trying to know, suck their life force. Allegedly. Basically. <laughs> right. Well, it's not really alleged anymore. I, know. I don't know if you know the the, know. the how to use that word. But <laughs> let me do some plugs up front yes. here. I like to do the housekeeping and all this stuff. I um, would love to hear from your sponsors. Well, no, no sponsors, just patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. I mentioned it a few times here already. Support the show if you choose to. I just recommend that $3 tier, but there's people that go for the $5 and $10 tiers too. Um, Just an incredible uh, platform that they run over there just to help creators like me. And then, of course, the website if you want to get merch, dangerousworldpodcast.com. You got your Garbage Pail Kids shirt. How do you like it? (gasps) Oh my gosh, it's actually very, very soft. Lovely. You know, and I love the picture. The pic, you know, it looks like a big print picture, so you would expect the ink to be all puffy, but it's not. It's all soft. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were saying and, that like, it's nice ink, and thin. Yeah, yeah, the ink is super thin. Like, I thought I'm not down for like super printed shirts like that right. usually, but that shirt, like, you can't even tell it's super printed. It's like, it's ink that won't crack if you wash it a bunch of times even though it's super printed so yeah. I love that shirt well good I'm you glad. don't even let me sleep in it I want to sleep in that shirt and you always say no well, yeah I, t- I mean it, it, it's a brand new shirt so I shouldn't be sleeping in it no right. and it's like a, it's an I'm actually wearing mine right now it's a I, I love this shirt but so um Another perk that you get with that $10 tier on Patreon is I give you a monthly discount code that you can use unlimited times for that month um, until the next month. And then it's between 20 and whatever kind of percentage that I want to give you off that month. So 
Uh, just another reason. If you like the merch, it's a great way to support the show. But anyway, that's about it. That's all that I got here. Um, we run the show on Red Circle, and it's awesome over there. So uh, you will be hearing some ads, probably. But I'll give you a heads up uh, here in about 10 minutes when we play those ads. So with that said, I have broken these down into the different goos, which we're going to start with. Um, government jobs and, and jobs in general. Cultural terms. Uh, uploading uh, and computing with like life extension terms. Infrastructure. Uh, transhumanist threats, like threats against humans. And the last section that I have is philosophy. So uh, we'll kind of hit these in um, in a certain order here. I feel like like I have one question and maybe it'll start what? the order for you. What does the goo have to do with transhumanism? Like, what does it have to do with it? Well, I'm glad that you actually asked that first because I did want to give a refresher on the different goos. Okay. Now, <laughs> I don't understand what because after the definition... Uh, you know, and I don't really know what all the goos are, to be Well, you're fair. about to find out. So yeah, if you, so, you know, yeah. if, you, if you pipe down, <laughs> you'll hear it. But so, you know, if someone came into the house or just heard what I was talking about right now, they would think I'm batshit fucking crazy. Oh, but yeah. this is real shit. This is people. this shit that people talk about here. So we'll start with green goo, which are nanomachines or bioengineered organisms used for population control of humans. I feel like they already have that. That's uh, already a thing. I do believe I didn't know it was called green goo. Right. Either by governments or eco-terrorist groups, okay? Would most probably work by sterilizing people through otherwise harmless infections or maybe vaccines, right? So that is green goo. That's the terminology and the definition associated with this green goo. Now next we have gray goo, self-replicating nanomachines, <laughs> right? The, this is wonderful. Already scary. <laughs> uh, self-replicating nanomachines spreading uncontrollably building copies of themselves using all available material. This is a commonly mentioned nanotechnology disaster scenario, Um, although it's rather unlikely due to energy constraints and elemental abundances. More uh, more probable disaster scenarios are the green goo, golden goo, and red goo, and khaki goo scenarios, which we'll get into. Fun. Um, And then uh, it refers to the blue goo as protection goo here. So we'll get into golden goo. It seems like you had a question. No, I, I just a you know statement that it sounds like all the movies that I watched as a, in the eighties as a child are coming true, like Terminator Two. It's very popularized 90s, in, yeah. in pop culture there. Yeah, so. so yeah, that's crazy. You may hear some dogs rumbling around when we do these group episodes here. We do it in the living room where the dogs hang out. So yeah, and when we start, they are totally asleep, but in the middle of it, they tend to want to get crazy. Your voice is probably like a dog whistle, like it uh, hypes them up. Yeah. <laughs> so next we got khaki. Oh no, I'm sorry, golden goo. Um, and I've talked about these before, but I just wanted to run through them anyway. Golden Goo, another member of the Grey Goo family of nanotechnology disaster scenarios. The idea is to use nanomachines to filter gold from seawater. Um, if this process gets out of control, we could get piles of golden goo, or, or the wizard's apprentice problem is what this is referred to. And this scenario demonstrates the need of keeping populations of self-replicating machines under control. It's much more likely than gray goo, but also more manageable. I feel like they made one goo and then they had to make another goo to control that goo. That's what this goo is. Right. I know. That's and it's crazy. Like, <laughs> well, wait till crazy. you hear the khaki goo. That's very simple, <laughs> this, short this. definition. The khaki goo is military nanotechnology. Okay. So that's khaki goo. Pink goo, I mentioned, is the humans. Um, it refers to the Old Testament apes who see their purpose as uh, being fruitful and multiplying, filling up the cosmos with lots more unmodified apes. Like Soylent Green, but it's pink. Soylent Green's people. I know. Uh, Red Goo, and we only got two more after Red Goo here, deliberately designed and uh, released destructive nanotechnology as opposed to accidentally created Grey Goo. So Red Goo is a deliberate threat, probably created by the... Khaki goo, okay? I think there's like the red fungus that's pretty bad for you, like creepy red fungus that grows. Right. Red's just a scary color, too. I mean, it makes sense that they would uh, associate that. Now, the blue goo, uh, I kind of think of these as like cops, right? Nanomachines used as protection against gray goo and other destructive nanomachines, possibly even used for law enforcement or a nanarchy. And that's a a term that I don't think we'll get into, but it's, it's basically like anarchy, but in the nanotechnology world. Um, according to the uh, entry of the jargon file, it's sometimes used to detonate any form of benign nanotechnology in the environment. 
Interesting, right? So... Cops. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. This is it's just, Man Bear Pig could fit in. I probably feel like too. one of the goos was created and then it spiraled out of control like a mad scientist fucking comic book. And this is where we are now. And I don't doubt that's that it's real. Well, this is future <laughs> stuff, right? This is kind of a futuristic shit. But the last one that we'll go over as a refresher and then we'll get into the new shit. Uber goo, which is a jokingly <laughs> used term. Uber goo. Uh, these are the ride sharing goo. No, just like, like an Uber. But no, so uh, it's a related term to gray goo used jokingly to refer to the mistaken idea that during the singularity, powerful technologies will dec- decimate non transhumanists. And some transhumanists would see this as a desirable outcome, but it's kind of immoral, right? So, so, so that's the goo to destroy all the non-believers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so tell me where you want to start. I'll let you be, uh, be in the driver's seat. Okay, here a now bit. that I know. Well, no. So, okay, these are the categories. If you're oh, just Jesus uh, Christ, just okay, go. Government and jobs, culture, hmm. um, uploading and life extension, threats, infrastructure. And philosophy. Where would you like to start? Okay, and as this pertains to all the goos, right? And no, no, this is just all the transhumanist transhu- terms that I've trans- separated into categories. Okay, I want to know. Okay, read them again. God damn it! I have the we'll just start with infrastructure. A, a fruit fly. We'll start with infrastructure. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a, a, a nice way to do this. Or you know what, philosophy. We'll start with philosophy. How's that? Yeah, I was gonna say, or the the one you said right after government, life okay. and extension, or whatever. I want to know what it like the computer. Okay. Well, we're going to get through all of them. So, um, yeah, we'll start with philosophy. Um, There's this idea of the uh, cosmetology, which is nonspecific usage of loosely understood scientific ideas to explain or prove pseudoscience or mysticism. We see this in conspiracies today where people act like they're experts on certain subjects. Um, We call this fake news, but the transhumanist term is cosmetology. You think that, I mean, that's kind of interesting, right? Cosmetology? Cosmetology, like cosmos and mythology. I know, I know. It's just, it's so funny. Right. You know what's interesting <laughs> here, too, is that a meme is actually a transhumanist term, and there's also a meme um, which is like a genie. So th- listen to the definition how the transhumanists define meme. Okay. Self-reproducing ideas or other information patterns, which is propagated in ways similar to that of a gene, a memoid, or a memeoid. A true believer of, of a meme is willing to die for it. So what? when you think of a meme and a gene, a genie refers to the genes here in transhumanism. Yeah. And I'm actually working on an episode about genies, too, because it's very interesting how it, how it has uh, the old shit, like the old mythology fits right in with this new stuff. They were called jinns. Right, but they're also genie. Like, we know them as genies, right? Yeah. But yeah, it is a gin. But a meme, I mean, you think of these as just like fun, harmless things. A meme, if you think about it, is a self-reproducing idea. People, like, communicate through these things. And it's a it's an idea without words, usually. I mean, and they, they spread rapidly throughout the culture. Yeah. Like, by the, you know, they millions self-replicate. of seconds. Yeah. And people share them. And then, wow. it, you know, so it's like a germ. So this is, like, we are in a simulation and that's the version of a virus. It, uh, not necessarily a virus, but it's an idea. So you can infiltrate the ideas. You can make a meme that's deliberately playing into this cosmetology, right? Right. Um, you can make a meme that's just for laughing purposes. You can make a meme to educate. You can you can really do whatever you want. That with a meme. is, ha- and how do I stop making those pictures that make me like cry instantly because they're all fucking? I want to stop that from happening in the simulation altogether. Right. I don't know like if the you can sad dog ones or the whatever. Well, you click on them and then your algorithm feeds them to you. Uh, I don't that's ever why. click on them. They just show up in my feed. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. But then you also have this. Um, there's a couple more here. The uh, uh, Tetonus or maybe Tetonus syndrome, which is uh, constantly or consistently negative portrayal of immortality in fantasy and science fiction based in the Greek myth of Tithios, who was granted eternal life, but he forgot to ask for eternal youth. So this, oh God! So you just kept getting that's older. That's a horror story. That's my oh, that's a nightmare. Well, so that's the thing is that this Tithonus syndrome is Jeez. a is a derogatory term that transhumanists use for people like us that don't want to live forever, mm-hmm. right? Um, Nobody should want to live forever. You shouldn't want to be a vampire. It's not a, not a goal. Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, just interesting stuff there. Um, deathism, I don't think I got into the set of beliefs and attitudes which glorifies or, the, or accepts death and rejects or desires, uh, or I'm sorry, rejects or despises 
immortality. We are deathists, according to transhumanisms. We we uh, fetishize death just because Weird. we we accept that we will die someday. Weird. Interesting stuff. You know right? what? I don't doubt that those are the people that are gonna actually probably live forever and be robot people, like you see in all these future movies. You know, like half robot, half those. That's gonna be the society, and eventually. Like, like Mr. Nobody, there's going to be one real actual human left that has no implants of computers and stuff. It's going to be like that, dude, because this is probably the future of people. Right. <laughs> um, the more you're talking about it, the more it sounds like it's probably going to be the future. At the end, remind me if I don't, if we have time uh, to go into the idea of a Chinese room. A Chinese room. Yeah. Um, let me know if, oh. if we have time to do that. Um, obviously, we kind of know when we started and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. But continue. Continue. Yeah. So uh, we that's that's what I got for the philosophies. There's more terms, as I said, and I'll share the sh- the full list with you there on the Patreon. But the uh, you said there was one that you wanted to get into the uploading and the life extension, right? Yeah, I want to like know what uh, their actual theory is about how they're going to just live forever just computer parts that's not like keeping like constant right. shocks to the fucking tissue like i don't understand how they're going to like a battery we're going to be that's not life. well uh, hopefully by the end of this it will become a little more clear how this is all done because there is all kinds of of uh you know different methods of this but we'll go into the life extension and the uploading and all this computing shit brute force uploading it sounds like a threat right uh, to upload somebody by scanning their neural patterns and simulating them directly with little or no changes and no attempts to refine the patterns. So if you, let's say that you're born the way that you are, right? Let's say, you know, God forbid you're crippled, okay? Right. Um, they would upload you as being crippled in their digital uh, metaverse type situation without even like fixing your problems. So Weird. that's brute force uploading. They they kind of paint this as like a utopian picture where you're not like if you were crippled, you put this Neuralink chip in your head and you're a, a perfectly functioning human being at that point, right? So, th- That's so weird. this would so, be the yeah, alternative. Okay. That's just it. Just it's mind boggling, and I think it's a little mind bottling. Mind. Right? <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you made me snort. I hate you. Um, no, I just. Um, I genuinely think that it's a scary place. Like, I already think that there is cloning. We already do that. We just don't tell any, like, the, the common folk don't know about it. You common know? folk? What is it? It's, it's not you like, people. It's not common knowledge that, you know, clones exist, but they do. Right. You know, and so, like, this is just, like, adding computer parts to the human body just alters our DNA to the point where it's, you can't come back from it. Well, let's expand on that really quick. I do want to run these ads really fast. If you don't hear the ads, because I, a great listener told me that sometimes the ads don't play on like Spotify, just know we're going to an ad break really quick. You can skip the ads on Patreon. There's zero ads shared there. Um, <laughs> but uh, just let's take a quick ad break, uh, and we'll be back to you on the other side of just a couple commercials. All right, we're back now. Whew, uh, that was that was a break. I know. Kim went out and jogged. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the day. Yeah. Uh, no. So uh, the the one that I left off here was biostasis. Um, this is a. It's defined as a suspension of all biological activity by infusing the patient with cryoprotective chemicals and freezing or by chemically bonding cellular cellular components in place. So think of like uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> In right. um, you know, being cryogenically frozen. And right. Shit. I actually thought of Walt Disney's frozen head under right. under the tunnels of you know Disneyland. Supposedly he's cryogenically frozen, and or it's just his head, or like I've heard tons of stories, but right. yeah, hey. I think he's gonna come back to life when we least expect it. Maybe he's the Antichrist. Oh Jesus, I wouldn't doubt it. Bios, uh, I, we just did biostasis cryonic suspension. That's what he's in. Cryonic suspension. It's a medical technique for attempting to prevent the permanent secession of uh, life in individuals on the brink of death. It involves the use of low temperatures to halt metabolic decay. Yep, that's what cryogenically frozen. You can actually currently right now pay to be cryogenically frozen like right before death or if you have a terminal disease. I've already signed us up. Oh, God. So, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, imagine that shit. That's like a nightmare. Yeah, like it's like, uh, you know how the Bible says... You'll, yeah. you'll you'll pray for death, you'll beg for death, but it won't come. 
this is where we're heading with this stuff, and it, it's it like is a scary constant stuff. like coma, like a suspended dream state. Right. They say that like some people I've heard that say that dreams are you living in your other dimensions. Right, right, right. You yeah, know? like the so, astral realm. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's so interesting. So this is an interesting way to define this. This uh, in vitro reproduction in synthetic wombs is called ectogenesis. Wow. This is kind of, I mean, we see this yeah. with like uh, celebrity babies and right. stuff. All the Almost. things that you're saying is, okay, and this is like kind of scary to me now. I'm a little scared by what you're saying because everything so far that Don't you've said is. You'll be dead along. It's like this. the beginning stages of it everywhere. Oh, like, yeah, no, yeah, you, you can, see it everywhere. You can, you, you can like hire a surrogate. You could also pick your baby's eye color Hair color, CRISPR technology, all that stuff. You can you can modify its DNA to make sure that its genetics are healthy. Its whole life, like you can do, pay to have these things happen now. Right, and that's horrifying because you're altering the human DNA. You're changing the way that that baby would have. It's just it's it's horrifying. So we're already not human. Speaking <laughs> of shit, right? I mean, we we are heavily altered from I our feel- original state. Supposedly, like if you look into. Like what Madame Blavatsky says, which I don't trust what she says, but a lot of elites like kind of worship her words. She thinks that like at one point in time we had psychic abilities and we're in like oh, this. Oh, I don't doubt that. Right. And we've lost it because of chemicals and shit. We lost it because of all the electric lighting and circuitry that we can hear. You know, you can constantly hear buzzing. Yeah. We shouldn't be using this kind of. Um, well, I mean, you got the TV on I while know. you well, sleep. I so. know. But like in theory to get it back, like we shouldn't be inhibiting any of it. And all this electrocurrent that we use, the way we use it is wrong. That's why, you know, the Tesla coils and the. All that, you know, uh, old technology of electricity, This we're just doing it wrong. Okay. <laughs> we're not harnessing the kinetic energy of the earth for this. That's why we constantly hear buzzing. It shuts it off. Uh, one of my friends said, too, that like smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, all that stuff. Drinking the water, dude. Yeah, the fluoride in the water yeah. fucks with your brain. It inhibits you. Like some people can't lucid dream. Because they like drink a certain thing or smoke a certain thing or whatever, you know. If you can, if you are totally sober, you can lucid dream easier. <laughs> I saw that is probably true, actually. But I saw on uh, American Dad, you know, usually I'm quoting South Park on this show, but on American Dad, uh, Steve was talking about how he lucid dreams, and he's like, "I've been lucid dreaming, Klaus, to the fish that talks somehow." And uh, Klaus is like, oh, it's okay. We'll put your sheets in the wash. You know, because he fucking <laughs> oh thinks he, j- he had a wet dream. It's so weird the places <laughs> your mind goes. It's well, so no, weird. because you're talking about lucid dreaming. And I always right. think of that scene when I think of lucid dreaming. Like, it's like you're, uh, you're having a wet dream. Like but like they say sleep. that you, like, without all this uh, constant negative energy that's like an overstimulation from all of our plugs. is the term you're looking for yeah. yeah and like the the fucking 5g towers and all the like wires hanging around us that shit don't, don't start me on the 5g let's not get into 5g <laughs> okay yet. continue continue okay we so are spiraling speaking of a t- uh something that you see going on right now i think that this is a more accurate description of what's going on that we see right before our eyes as opposed to eugenics which eugenics, are you familiar with that? It's like basically like trying to manipulate genes in yeah. order to improve future generations, Yeah, that's right? how, it's like all, all that stuff is evil to me. Yes. So there's evil. this term called euthenics, which is improving the current generation as opposed to eugenics, which seeks to improve the future generations. That seems to be what the vaccine was, is euthenics. Not eugenics, but euthenics. So that's an interesting one. I'd never heard that term. I've never heard it used one time by all these smart people that supposedly are anti-transhumanist. Euthenics is a big one there because uh, we talk about eugenics. They don't have time to fuck with the future with how things have been going. It seems like they're ramping things up and they're trying to do this through euthenics. So. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. I was like, what's going to happen to all the people, uh, us, that didn't get vaccinated, that didn't follow protocol, that didn't want to like fall in line when they start like hoarding people into their cities. You know, this is the safe city. You have to live here. Like when they start rounding, like pretty much like the Antichrist and fucking, you know, revelation, when they start separating classes and stuff like that, what's going to happen to us when they find, they come around and mark us with vaccinated and not vaccinated yeah where are they gonna put us we're gonna be on the outside of the fucking utopian style like be on the outside of like those cities like the line and neon remember the neon which for some reason you thought was a ship 
uh, floating city. It's not the case. It's, uh, it's something completely different. But yeah, those smart cities we would be outside of, which I think like most people like us would be fine with that. I know? think, it'd, yeah, I, I'd be fine. It'd just be more of a struggle to get basic necessities. They, it'd be cut off to us, like water, food, everything that we can well, buy. Well, again, have like, to fight they, for it. like they do in Family Guy or in uh, American Dad when they're cutting back, you can cut the couch cushions up and roll those into tampons. Wow. Right? That's what they do in there when they're cutting back. Wow. So, fun stuff. I think I'm just going to free bleed all, all over the place rather than stuffing couch cushion in my vagina. You'd have to like be outside for that week, sleep outside <laughs> in a doghouse. Dude, Indian women used to do that. They used to all congregate in the blood tent and then sit Yeah, they also used to scalp each other. And then they used to bleed on the ground. And then at the end of their periods, they'd pick up the blood tent and move it a couple feet. And that's where they'd like... Uh, Cool. Where the blood was is where they would put their crops. Such a beautiful season. people. Right? <laughs> so majestic. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, no, uh, shout out to the shout out to the Native Americans. The white yeah, people oh really God, did fuck sorry. them. We really spiral. It's fine. That's what this is. It's a conversation. Okay. Next term is the uh, pidgin brain, almost like a pigeon brain, but pidgin, P-I-D-G-I-N, right? Uh, pigeon brain is an artificial part of a post-human brain designed so that activity. Memories and skills stored in it can be easily transferred to other pigeon drains. This is like a neural lingua franca for like the digital world. It's basically like the beginning of infinite knowledge. What I know, you'll know. All our brains are uploaded to like this digital thing. Yeah, the thing. collective knowledge that no one mind. will have to go. Yeah, no one will have to go to school. I've heard about this. Like I said, dude, all you'll of hear your, some other shit like that too. All of your theories that you're saying right now are in like the first first phase, the beginning phases of it. Like introducing it to people in different ways. Now, do you get why yeah. I wanted to go through these it definitions? It really, really makes me a little nauseous. So check this out. This is this is taking that a step further. Inline universities as opposed to online universities. Inline. What do yep. you think by by like what we're getting into here? I just mentioned that pigeon brain uploading. Yeah, your they're basically gonna plug you in, like literally with a plug, or probably not even have to if you get a chip, it's wireless. You just close your eyes and learn. Dude, you're close. Okay, so what what an inline university is, it's a nanocomputer implant serving to increase yep. intelligence and education of their owners, essentially turning them into walking universities. Yep, you have Wild. all all collective knowledge on Earth. And you know what all of that collective knowledge is? What? It's the knowledge that they chose to give you. Right, right, right. And nothing else. That's actually the best point you've ever made in your life. That's a good, good connection there. Yeah. I'm going to get more. On that note, I'm, I'm going to get more coffee real quick. Get some coffee. I will uh, kind of go through. Just don't talk while you're away from the mic because it just sounds like shit. Um, nanochondria. Uh, you probably won't care too much about these next couple anyway. So nanochondria are kind of like mitochondria. You also have nanosomes, which are like chromosomes. But the nanochondria and nanosomes are basically nanomachines existing inside living cells participating in their biochemistry, just like mitochondria would, and or assembling various structures within the DNA. So this is, uh, oh, I guess we're starting the uh, microwave. That's great. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, uh, cebra, uh, what is this one? This is a kind of a, a long one. Cerebro... Thesis is an electronic device interfaced with the brain to overcome a neurological deficiency such as normal human intelligence. Normal intelligence, normal evolution is actually seen as a neurological deficiency. This is a problem. Uh, you may hear Ozzy trotting around. He's doing his fucking tap dance routine while we're sitting here, but that's okay. Uh, Ozzy is the stray dog, so we, we try to be a little gentle with him. He was really being a prick this morning, opening the blinds wide and barking at hot air balloons because he gets scared. And um, I had to scream at him, and he, he uh, you, you would have thought that I just said, hey, hey, can I fuck you? I mean, he acted like I, I raped him or something. Yeah, he does not like it when men raise their voice. Well, I don't a, like it when people shine a fucking light in my face. He's a tortured, like, street dog. He's had a whole rough life, so he's pretty know. pretty gentle. But no, he hates hot air balloons, dude. He will... I, when he's outside, he runs and cowers, but when he's inside, he wants... It's Do like you want to go stop that before wind. it beeps again? Okay, it's going to beep. Um, so the last one here in this infrastructure is wetware. Similar to hardware, but detonates a biological system, um, most commonly the human nervous system. So wetware would like essentially detonate a biological system, if that makes sense. Uh, interesting, weird shit there. Now, we got, we got still the sections government and jobs, and then we have, uh, we need culture, and then the uh, threats, right? 
We did some infrastructure. No, we have not done infrastructure. So I'll start with infrastructure here because this is actually some pretty interesting stuff. Do you want to get back involved here or are you busy for the moment? No, no, I'm sorry. I was putting creamer in my coffee and the dogs were starting to bark at something out the window. So I'm trying to get them not to bark. Okay, well, let's just get back to this then since we're all set up now, okay? Um, where did we leave off? Infrastructure was what I wanted to get into. And this is actually really cool stuff too. I think, like I said, I organized these in ways that I thought it would be kind of fun here. Um, infrastructure. What, is, what does infrastructure even mean like with transhumanism? Like all these, def- like it doesn't make sense with well, you'll transhumanism see. until you explain it. It's a little... So like you know scary. what infrastructure is, like highways, trains, yes, right? Yes, of course, like how you build things, like the city. Yeah, how it's all like put together, right? Yeah, it keeps, you know, the city flowing. It keeps, you know, culture and society Absolutely. going. Absolutely. Um, so this first one is cool. It's called a beanstalk, okay? Um, now what a beanstalk is, it's a strong cable lowered from a geosynchronous satellite and anchored wow. to the ground and would provide cheap and simple access to space using elevators. Now, this is also known as a skyhook, which is a long, very strong cable in orbit around a planet which rotates around its center of mass in such a way that when one is uh, the closest to the ground, its relative velocity is almost zero. This would function as the kind of space elevator. Um, Shuttlecraft would also anchor to the end and then would be lifted into orbit where they would be released. So this is essentially like an elevator up to space, exactly right. as it sounds. Can, can I tell you my two cents about that? Theory? Absolutely. That's what you're here for. They would have to model that, uh, the construction of that on a flat earth model to be able to make oh, it happen. Okay. I'm glad they you really said that. Would. I'm actually glad you said that because there is a wild term that we'll get to when we get to the culture. It's fascinating to me, just the fact that this is part of this. So uh, flat earth is getting some points in the transhumanist argument. Right. Pilots have to fly a flat earth model. We know. We know. Um, Okay. So the Dyson sphere, this is an interesting one. You may have heard of this. This is one of the more popular transhumanist terms. And I talked about this in my Cosmism episode. A Dyson sphere is a shell built built around a star to collect as much energy as possible, originally purposed by Freeman Dyson, but he probably stole the idea from this guy, Olaf Stapleton, who wrote a novel back in 1937 called Star Maker. And they modeled the Dyson air vacuum thing out of the Right, there's that ball in the Dyson sphere. There's a lot of occult shit with that Dyson vacuum. It's interesting. But basically what this is, think of a bunch of solar panels pointed inward towards a star. Think of how massive this is, okay? Yeah. A star, like our sun, right? Yeah. Um, which, if they're if they're as big as they say that they are, this is not ever going to be possible. So you got to think in this situation, it kind of fits in with the flat Earth model, that the fucking sun is a lot closer and a lot smaller than we're told because you're yeah. building a sphere of inward solar panels around this star, essentially blocking it out getting as much power as possible from it. Like the Simpsons. Do the Simpsons do that? Mr. Burns blocked out the sun. Yes, he did. Well, was he collecting energy from he it? He was, and he was also charging everyone energy, money for energy. Oh, okay. Like double. Smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's part of what's called mega technology, and mega technology is exactly what it sounds like. It's technology that we cannot even imagine working in a practical manner, even in the future, like even in theory. Mega technology is impossible. Kind of like the mega architecture that is was created before our time that we, you know, mostly destroyed. Right, right, right. Um, okay, utility fog. We'll go into this. And then ask questions, too, because, you know, we don't have a ton of terms here. I am super excited. You are letting me ask questions. Man, just don't ask stupid ones, you know. Uh, utility fog is an interesting term here, too, part of infrastructure. It's a collective of nanotechnological devices or foglets that can uh, link together into a complete network in the air, able to work together to exert force in any direction or transmit information between you know people. And right. this would give users almost complete control of an environment. So this could be used as like, a weapon of some kind. Kinda this could like, actually be in the threat. It could be. It's like those sonic weapons, right? Kind of like how they're, you know, testing out the the weather machines that they have or now. Five G towers, right? It's all like in theory. They're just testing out weather machines and doing the chemtrails, dropping fucking dust and powder all in the air. 
totally relatable. Yeah. All these things are currently happening right now without us knowing it. Yeah. All of it, it seems like almost uh, like when they do the chemtrails, like you said, and then you see like the weird clouds that aren't natural. And then my nose is all stuffy the next day. My I wake up in the morning after that and my eyes are all fucked up. Yeah. So when you see these chemtrails being laid down and you see how they work, uh, the, how they interface with 5G towers, if you believe that theory... Instead of calling these chemtrails, you can call them utility fog, and you'd be really a trendy transhumanist at that maybe point. That's, maybe that's a part of what the vaccinated people are like going to be immune to, is the stuff that they're putting into the air to turn it more computerized, to turn everything more digital, and then we are the ones that are going to be choked out, like we can't even breathe the fucking air anymore. I do think that they're going to charge us for air in the future. The same way that yeah. they charge for water. You can get free water, but there's well, issues with it. Yeah, it's going to be it. like that, dude. It really will be because... And that's probably what's going to be the future of the, you know... Here, the dogs are drinking that's water. Fine. No, but that's going to be the future of the people that were, like, unvaxxed. The people that were rebellious. We're going to have to pay for everything. Maybe. But I, I think that we'll probably be uh, old, dead, or dying. Yeah, I'm not going to live that long. So, so. Yeah, you yeah. definitely aren't. But, I mean, you may not make it to the end of this episode. Right, <laughs> you're, right you're going with the string cheese and cigarettes. I'll, hey, I love string cheese. I know it's like processed plastic. Yeah, it's... and you're way too old to eat it. I'm just going to call it out right now. You're too old to I eat string cheese. No, you are never too old to eat string cheese. Yeah, you are. After you're six, you're too old no. to eat fucking string no. cheese. No. Can I just give you an example? No. It's a movie example. Sandra Bullock eats string cheese in her movies. I don't give and a fuck. And she's like 56 or some shit. She also is like way younger looking. <gasps> Ooh. She's younger looking than most fucking you, people. Oh, wait, I thought you meant way younger looking than me. Well, yeah, you and most people. How dare you? Watch out for Ozzy there. Um, but yeah, you know, she eats you know string this cheese. to be true. Okay? And you know what? It keeps you young. So there I'm you sure. Go. I'm sure it does. I'm, I eat string cheese because I'm young at heart. And yes, I pull apart the strings and eat it real slow, like like a child. Cool. You have time to tell that story again. It was good. I hate you. I'm gonna take a long episode. Just continue your like. I, I'm literally listening to the future right now, and right. it's gonna give me another ulcer. So okay. Well, uh, we'll get into like how the transhumanists define genies. Okay, and I mentioned <sighs> the memes and the memes, right? Yeah, they're just manipulating society. Like, all these stupid, like, internet terms are now in the dictionary. It's ridiculous. So the genie is an AI combined with an assembler or uh, other universal constructor programmed to build anything the owner wishes, sometimes called a Santa machine, okay? So a genie is also referred to as a Santa machine. And this assumes that a very high level of AI and nanotechnology is present. And basically, instead of uh, you know a genie coming out of a lamp and granting you three wishes, it's an AI thing in a computer that is also able to apparently 3D print and make... Yeah, I was just going to say, it's the beginning generations of that because we have 3D printers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a genie uh, is what that is. I oh, thought I that was incredibly interesting. So this is why I'm working on a genie episode because I want to take the old mythology of genies and gins right. and combine it into like what we're going to be calling these things in the future. Probably after everyone in this, uh, you know, listening to this episode right now, uh, after we're all long gone, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, this stuff is possible. And I think it's strange how uh, this future culture is manipulating phrases and words and mythologies from the past. Right. To just manipulate it into a palpable future of calling their choosing. it a Santa machine too. Right? Yeah, like of their choosing. Like, like why not just create a whole? I guess well, they're not creative. That's the whole thing. This yeah, is like I, an old idea is that like these reptilian brain people can't create. They can only hijack ideas and, and bastardize. You know them. what? It's actually it's probably more palpable to humans to you know adjust to something that seems familiar rather than to try to change the way they think to a whole new idea right. you know so if it's something that sounds familiar and sounds palpable and sounds okay cuz it seems familiar they're going to you know be more likely to fall for it right right yeah interesting shit with that and then uh, hypertext we have next hypertext Hypertext, yeah, like T-E-X-T, hypertext. Interesting. Massively interconnected databases providing the ability to track information in all directions and notify you of updated information. So basically, the way I think of this is when you go to sleep at night, you'll plug yourself in. You know how you plug your phone in a charge at night and it auto-updates yeah. in some uh, circumstances? 
Yes. Hypertexting would be you going to sleep, plugging your fucking head into some sort of outlet and getting the most current information sanctioned by the government. Yeah, you know what? That's actually, God, I can give you a TV example for everything you're saying. In the Venture Brothers, the kids. The, shout out. The, shout out to the Venture Brothers. The kids, which were clones, uh, they learned, they went to school in their beds. At night they would sleep and, you know, just their bed would give them subliminal fucking information to where they graduated high school with their bed. That's an actually, that's a really a cult idea too because that's what they say that the Atlanteans did back in the city wow. of Atlantis the Aryans would because um, the Aryans come from Atlantis the Aryans yeah. would interact in and they had three eyes okay so that this eye this third eye is closed while you're awake when you go to sleep and this is a terrifying uh, image but when you go to sleep that third eye opens literally opens and horrifying. you you interact in the astral world. You learn from ancient masters and stuff while you're asleep. So you're never really ah. just wasting your time sleeping. You're recharging and learning. But hypertext is a more literal way to get back to the and a technological way to get back to that old way of like the Atlanteans. Yeah, it's just splicing in, you know, future technology to make us more like computers. Right, right, right. Even though there's shut up. <laughs> Even though there's a there's a way to do it like organically. Uh, probably not anymore because of how much we've been poisoned. Yeah, there's probably no place on Earth that you can like connect with the Earth without like the electricity. It's very hard. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on. What do you think so far? Uh, I'm scared shitless. Like this. Like I. I can. Everything that you're saying. There is something in my head that pops up of a company or a this or a that. Cool. You know, that's actually like. Like I said, Elon Musk is is currently testing those. He's a known transhumanist. The, those encyclopedia brain chips, like you know, mass communication, te- you know, information and schooling. He's doing uh, human trials for them right now. He's like currently doing like you know solar flights or something that could go to Mars, that could go outside the solar system supposedly, which I think is just bullshit. But like all these things, everything that you are saying. I have seen and witnessed firsthand that there is like uh, companies and fucking giant, expensive multi-billionaires putting throwing money at all this stuff for transhumanism. It's like, and they label it something different. They label it something different, but it all is transhumanism. I now know what transhumanism is. Well, Almost every single company is, that's the new kind of way to market shit. Well, I'm glad too that, uh, and, and AI is bringing a lot of this stuff yeah, in too. Yeah, it's the new way but, to market shit. you know, shit. you were kind of bored in the beginning. You're like, oh fuck, there's going to be a long hour and a half. Yeah, I just didn't know what that meant. And okay. now I'm I'm like, well, I'm doing my job. Shit. I'm doing my job. Yeah. If I can educate you. My mind is blown. Well, great. Great. Um, okay, so next up here, Remembrance Agent. This sounds, uh, I mean, this could technically be in one of the jobs. So could a genie. This sounds like you could take a pill and forget or remember certain data that they installed inside you. Like, you'll have no real thought of your own at this point. Uh, no, the reason why I, you'll see why I, I actually highlighted this one. Cause again, there's many, many more terms. We're going to go through some more here on Patreon with uh ghost, um, separate from Kim here, but why is, is, does ghost not like me now? Cause I didn't no, say happy birthday on his birthday. <laughs> no, he I did know. say happy birthday on his birthday. <laughs> not I think. on his birthday. No, like before his birthday and after his birthday, I missed it. Uh, he's a, he's over 40 years old. Men don't give a fuck about their birthday. That's true. He's like. Is he? He's like maybe a year or two older than me. He's eighty-four years old, <laughs> and I'm eighty-six. So there you go. Uh, okay, so uh, this remembrance agent is a software agent that augments human memory by watching the current context and displays a list of documents which may be relevant. This is a, a, a simple idea in theory. It's a, a workable form of intelligence amplica- amplification. But the reason that I have this amplification or amplification. Amplification, sorry. Um, It's likely already going on with wearable computers, i.e. the Apple Watch. Yep. Okay? This is interesting. Remembrance agent. This is what this is. I mean, a cell phone even, right? Mini computers, wearable computers. If you forget something, your remembrance agent is sitting on your fucking wrist. Yeah, this is just like... uh, This is just like another... It's like... Buying the iPhone 12 and as opposed to the 10. It's like upgrades. They're already planning upgrades for the bullshit that they're inserting into us. Like, yeah, yeah. These are all just like add-ons now to the horror that they have 
shown us and now oh but look it's this this it's even more horrific yeah you know like you can block this you can just receive all the information we give you we can you know you can forget and there's no downside yeah, yeah yeah you can amplify your fucking signal if you need to and then like blow your brains out because it's too much fucking energy going surging through your mind or you could get a chip to like tone down that energy it's just it's crazy where does it end uh, does it, it, end? it doesn't seem like well there's actually a term i think that we'll get into later when all of this comes to uh an end and it's basically like instead of the big the great uh what is it the big bang theory it's like the opposite of that but we'll get into it, where everything implodes basically wow so instead of like god and the devil and revelations happening their form of the end of the world is an implosion yeah it's like a nano a uh, black hole starts they right call here. it i think a nanopocalypse that's a black hole starting right here an implosion yeah. That's what that is. They they create a black hole on Earth, which is already starting to happen. This part of the show is sponsored by CERN. Oh, my God. Enter the promo code Dangerous World. No, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm during this episode. I can't believe I thought that this was going to be, oh, no, no shit, just kind of boring info. Well, yeah, I've been looking at this stuff for the last couple of days. It's really interesting. Okay, so uh, this idea of star lifting and, star, uh, and stellar husbandry, rather, is pretty interesting Stellar too. Stellar husbandry. Yeah. I cannot even imagine. It's. I mean, even when I describe it, it's a little difficult to to try to grasp here. This may be a little over your head. Go ahead. Right. And take okay. A break. Try me, man. Okay. Try me. Uh, to remove material. So star lifting, first of all, is to remove material from a star for industrial uses right. and for stellar husbandry. Possible. Uh, possible methods would involve increasing its rotation, the star's rotation, to, until to make all the metals and shit fly off of it. No, well, close until material began to drift off the equator or squeezing it uh, using intense magnetic, uh, you know, reactors I said the same from particle accelerators. From particle accelerators, though, if yes. you'd shut the hell up and let okay. me just get through. No, that's crazy. Particle accelerators like CERN, right? Yeah. We already um, have that, yeah. So yeah, you were kind of on base there, but yeah, instead of it, it flinging sick. off, it goes up to the top. It goes away from the equator, and all the the dense minerals and right. shit it go to, to the, the poles. Top. The poles, yeah, the it top and the bottom. To the top, yeah, crazy. Stellar husbandry, that term that I referenced there, is to control the evolution and properties of stars, especially to stabilize them or to prolong their lifetimes. Again, we're not only talking about human life expansion. We're talking about the like making the universe last longer. Yeah, this is like almost unfathomable, but if they have already started the process of all of these technologies that you've mentioned, then this does not seem that unfathomable. Mhm. It's kind of like I said, very scary and I my mind is blown. Well, good. That's what I'm doing here. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the last part of the infrastructure, and I think we got two or three more categories, but they'll go quicker. This is the longest uh, section here. Um, the Von Neumann probe, okay? The Von Neumann machine is able to move over interstellar or interplanetary distances and to utilize local materials to build new copies of itself. That's basically assuming that, like, the world, like, wormholes exist and you can fold, you know, time right, right. in paper, you know, like people say, like, wormholes yeah, yeah. and dimension portals. We already have, you know, they're pr trying to make portal technology cool and kitschy to people right now. Well, the uses of this shit, it's, it's basically to set up new colonies in space, yeah. uh, perform megascale engineering, or explore the universe. So, why? Yeah. Oh, it's so, it's super innocent, you know, totally scientific, totally innocent, not for, you know, evil purposes whatsoever, right? Right. So, we still need to go through the threats, and then uh, I, I do want to get into culture. But we'll do the government and the jobs first, because since we're starting to get a, a little bit of a better understanding here, uh, the government and jobs kind of like fits real nicely into the culture as well. I'm so, surprised we, we would still have jobs at this point. Well, it's funny you say that, because with the government <laughs> and the jobs, the um, adhocracy is the type of government that's proposed to be in existence during the transhumanist uh, era. And the words adhocracy, it means for the purpose, adho, and then crossy is to govern. So for the purpose of governing. Government of the future is just a formality, basically. Um, I think it's because everybody that's involved will be tracked so heavily that no one can deviate from like... Remember in uh, Snowpiercer 
when the bitch and the the one that's in charge of everything, she's like in your pre uh, your preordained position, and she does like that yeah, weird yeah, hand the piston thing. Pull, yeah, it's like a piston push and pull. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I think that this is kind of what the case here. Yeah. But there will be a formal government, which I kind of think we honestly have right now already. Um, yeah. it's just to say, hey, this is who's in charge. You know what that means? Like clones of our DNA, yours and mine, because of course the government somehow has it already. They have to have everyone. Right. Clones of our, like, so, so we're the ancestors of the, the future generations of us will be in their position, which is like kind of not again, not a high standing in the society and the government. They're going to be like servants and, you know, push me, pull you people because we rebelled when it started. Right. Um, chrononauts are another thing. Chrononauts are basically those who travel through time. It's a time traveler. It's a technical name for a time traveler. Chrononaut. Interesting. So they will have time travel. I want to know. That's what they say, but that's the thing. Like, we wouldn't we see these guys? Maybe we do see them. Right. I want to know if their technology they have can only go back or only go forward because that's a thing too. Like, they can go back and come back to their time or they can go forward and come back to their time. There's been movies about that where they can't do both. They can't go back and forward. They can only, you know, do certain, do one and only do it a couple times. I don't know. I don't think that time travel is going to be that... Like, I think you'll have to, like, wait during a certain period of time where the planets align and shit like that and wormholes open up because they're going to travel through dimensions. So a certain wormhole will open up at a certain time, and then you can go back to that time, you know? I don't think it's going to be planned and, like, it's not going to be, like, the fucking, like, Stargate or whatever. No, I mean, and and that's what's interesting, but there's more jobs here that are interesting, and I think that this, uh, we see these going on right now, this thing called synthespians. Ooh, um, that's such a cool word. At least all these words have been cool. I know. I mean, <laughs> we're not even into the coolest one. I mean, we, we got Zox and Zoxers up right. next. Synthespian Sounds like a fucking Dr. Is Seuss. pretty rad. Yeah, so a synthespian is... Synthespian. And, and dude, this is going on right now 100%. A synthespian is an artificial actor. For example, oh. a 3D model animated wow. by motion capture... From a real actor or a computer program. Wasn't the first Joe one, Biden. Wasn't the first one like the hologram? Wasn't it like Tupac or was it Michael Jackson? Yeah, they, they did. I uh, can't remember. And it was <laughs> just a hologram, right? And yeah, yeah. now, now in movies, because Bruce Willis retired, yeah. but he sold his digital likeness, so now he's going to be in movies until the year 300,000. He may be the most high-profile uh, synthespian right now. Yeah, that's crazy. But I also think that this is used I more in Biden a nefarious way. Yeah, Joe Biden, yeah. fucking... All you know, kinds of people. All are. kinds of high-level yeah. politicians. Fucking, what's that twink's name over in Ukraine? Zelensky? Yeah. Uh, you know, Putin when he supposedly yeah, went over there. That's crazy. This is definitely... This is more heavily used right now than most of those you know like they're pushing i can tell with your list they're pushing more things more dramatically than others which makes me wonder Mm -hmm. like how high on the agenda is those specific things and what will that cause or lead to it's good (laughs) shit man okay so uh zoxes and zoxers zox comes from xerox uh, which Xerox, you know, they make identical copies, right? right. A Zox, a, a job or like, you know, your role, if you're a Zoxer, uh, you're a being who wants to create Zoxes of itself. And a Zox is just an identical copy of a person. It's a technical the term for a clone. Fuck. Yeah, right. that's so weird. So there's going to be like the jobs in the future are making clones of yourself and people, uh, fucking fixing computers that are in your brain you know like they're just random fucked up jobs that all lead to more transhumanism and and straying away from actual humanism right like the closer and it seems like in this you know reality the closer they get to complete transhumanism where there's actually no more human left that's when they implode well they call transhumanism h plus um, like human like plus, plus or yeah. they'll do like the, the you know the greater and less than values yeah. they'll do the greater than h which is greater than human like more human I like than to human. call those the duck mouths open and closed fascinating <laughs> um okay so this will transition us really nicely into the culture uh section of this episode there's culture left in transhumanism. There's culture, uh, cultural terms like a couple right. slurs. We get a couple Ooh, racial all right, slurs. Let's get into you know, the, what they think the good culture. stuff. See, you can't predict it this much. If you can predict it this much, is it really a culture? Is it really a society? If you have all everything culture. predicted down to the fucking letter, no, like this? No, no, no. All culture throughout time has been like 
created for us. And All culture. Think about the hippie movement. That right. was created by the fucking CIA. No, but dude. I'm just saying, could the CIA literally predict how it would end or yes. how it would sway? And I, I feel I, that... I, maybe I give these people too much credit, but I think that they are much, much smarter than they seem and right. act. And uh, they try to act dumb so that we don't know that they're evil. I've said this many times right. before. They try to act like they can't accomplish things. How many times do you hear people that have worked in government talk about how incompetent government is? I actually heard an interesting theory that FEMA runs everything. Like, you know, the power oh, behind stupid. government. Yeah. yeah. That, that FEMA is the one that controls everything because FEMA is the one that releases, like, everything to everywhere it's like the government entity that allows no they just have power in like disaster (laughs) zones and shit but anyway the omega point this is getting close to what you're talking about what we're talking about with the whole uh implosion like the instead of the big bang it's like the great implosion they're gonna force their own end (laughs) the omega point is a possible future state when intelligence controls the universe totally Alright guys, if you want to get the rest of the episode, about another 30 minutes or so, along with many, many others, go to patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast, throw down $3, and you'll get some more transhumanist terminology that is just riveting. So I hope to see you over there, and thanks so much for your support. Share the show with your friends. We're trying to grow over here. Take it easy.